You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, guys? It is Jacob Rude back again today with another episode of Locked On Hoosiers. Today is Friday, August 27th. And we are almost one week away from the start of the college football season. Today, though, we will be talking about the men's soccer, different kind of football. Uh, Men's soccer season also kicks off tonight. So we're going to talk with Tristan Jackson of the IDS. We had a conversation with him that we will throw to shortly. Before we talk about that football, I have a different kind of football to tell you about. NFL season's about to kick off, as I'm sure most of you are well aware Uh, Starting next week, August 30th through September 8th, is the Locked On's Ultimate Season Preview. They're going to touch base with every team, every division, um, give you guys a preview using all of Odyssey's talent and the Locked On talent. So follow the Ultimate Season Preview 2021 feed on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts starting next week to get all the NFL preview coverage. As I said, we are talking with Tristan Jackson today about the upcoming men's soccer season, talk about the preseason, talk about the talent this team has, and then talk about the expectations for what this season uh, has and what's in store for this season. As always, you can subscribe to Locked on Hoosiers wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Follow me at Jacob Brood. Follow the show at LO underscore Hoosiers, both on Twitter you can follow the show on Instagram as well at, at Locked On Hoosiers. So, without further ado, here's our conversation with Tristan. Joining me now, as uh, promised, is sports editor and men's soccer beat writer for the IDS this year, uh, Tristan Jackson. Tristan, man, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you doing? Doing great. It's uh, as I've said a couple times on the podcast. It's a, a great time to be a, a IU fan for multiple sports really whether it's uh football on the gridiron or this football so to speak but it's uh it's the soccer football that we're going to be talking about today and uh i know a lot of hoosier fans watched the championship game last spring heartbreaker but uh the good news is is pretty much everybody that uh, they watched in that game is going to be back for the hoosiers this season and We've seen some of them, or most of them, I should say, on the pitch this preseason. I want to start with that Louisville game, which uh, you were at. We talked about it on the podcast. 5-4 is a wild score for any soccer game, especially IU. Um, Just kind of talk to me about that game and, and what you saw covering that game. Yeah, it was it, it was obviously really exciting. Uh, Hoosiers went down 3-1. Um about halfway into the first half. Um, And one thing I noticed about the team is it like even two goals down, you know, giving up three goals, they never really looked defeated. Uh, Attitude was always uh, seemed high. Um, And uh, yeah, I really think that just kind of speaks to the character of that team. Um, You know, coach kind of talked about that and uh, just, it, it, it showed a lot of maturity, you know, in a exhibition game to, kind of grit that one out, uh, come back and outscore them four to one after going down in the first half like that. 
Didn't seem like it had the feel of a uh, of a preseason game either, did it? Absolutely not. Yeah. Um yeah, I I I really missed what happened at the end of the game, but uh yeah, they got into a little scuffle at the end. Um uh, Indiana and Louisville. I don't know if it's cuz, you know, close rivalry or really what the deal there was, but yeah, they they were they were fired up for that game. Um and it um you know, one thing about the team that I've noticed is they just they they don't turn it off if, if mm-hmm. they don't care if it's an exhibition game or the college cup. Um, it's they're they're always going at it. Um, yeah, yeah, you definitely could tell and see that watching the college cup last year, and that's kind of the mindset this team has had. Yeah, Louisville's not typically a a big rivalry, so maybe it was just being in front of fans for the first time in in a while gets everyone fired up and whatnot. Um, the couple notes from this preseason offensively, I think a lot of people watched Indiana down the stretch last season in the college cup, uh, in the NCAA tournament and saw a team that was grinding out kind of the one nil, the two, one, the two nil wins. Um, they scored nine goals in their last two exhibition games. Obviously it's preseason, but, uh, is that kind of indicative of, of, do you think what this offense is going to be like this season? I think so. Yeah. Uh, coach talked about uh, kind of the versatility up top. They have now um, with uh, freshman Sam Sarver and Tommy Wallet coming in and yeah, they, they watching them against Louisville, they just kind of added an extra dynamic, um, you know, in the college cup, it seemed like they would, the offense would just kind of stall out for a little bit. And it seems mm-hmm. like those guys can, uh, you know, keep the energy up and, kind of help uh keep that from happening i i, I guess uh, in a tough match yeah that that college cup they relied a lot on victor bezerra and um even in that semifinal game Indeley was the one who got the big goal outside of that there weren't a ton of chances created there were some on set pieces but open play there wasn't a ton created so i'm um, getting a couple guys in that we're we're going to talk about here in a little bit um to help kind of add to that certainly is big. The flip side of that, when we were talking about those results is that um, there were a lot of shutouts and clean sheets last season. That's kind of what Indiana's built the last, at least the last handful of years as they've kind of dominated the big 10. It's been a lot of defense. They gave up four goals uh, against Louisville and I believe two or three, the game before that, is that just a preseason thing, or is that something Coach Yeagley's worried about at all? Um, Coach Yeagley said that you know they had some things to work on with the back line, but it's not something he's super concerned about. Um, a couple of those Louisville goals were just outstanding plays by mm-hmm. Louisville. I mean, uh, the first one was just as as perfectly in the top left as you could get. I mean, um, and obviously, you know, it, it, yeah, I mean, four goals is concerning considering. Uh, six goals in 16 games last season. So um, you're already two off of what you did in 16 games. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, uh, coach didn't seem too uh, concerned about it. You know, it's just a couple things you got to tighten up and then uh, you can only do so much about the uh, placement of the, a couple of those goals. But. Yeah. Uh, good offense beats good defense. I believe is a lot of the sayings for, for a lot of sports, perfectly placed shot, not a lot you can do with it, but it should uh, lead to offensively some exciting games and defensively 
they can keep that form. We're in for a big year. We're going to talk a little bit about some of the standout names uh, returning for this team. We've talked a little bit about them this season, but or this preseason, I should say. But we're going to dive in a little deeper um, here in segment two in just a moment. Did you know that Built Bar has so many delicious flavors? There's literally something for everyone, whether it's coconut, mint brownie, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream. Honestly, there's a flavor for everyone. If you haven't tried all of them, you can get yourself a mix box, get two of each. There's some mint brownie that'll be added in there, some German chocolate, some cherry barcia. Um, Not only are they great tasting, but they're healthy too. They have 17 to 18 grams of protein, 130 to 180 calories, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and about 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. If you want to try out Built Bar today, head on over to Built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order at Built.com. So... There's a couple big names, obviously, for IU this season um, that are that are returning, and a lot of names that I'm sure fans are familiar with. Uh, we'll start with the the offensive one in Victor Bezerra, who we mentioned. Um, he's in the top drawer soccer best eleven, college soccer news all American. Uh, was the Herman Mack uh, runner up last year, which is basically the Heisman for, for men's soccer to simplify it. Um, is he, I mean, he's coming in as proud as one of the best players in the country this season, isn't he? I mean, yeah, you have to be, I mean, being a runner up, I mean, uh, and, and unless he regresses, which he showed no signs of in those exhibition matches. Um, if anything, I think he'll considering, you know, the pieces they brought in, I think he has the potential for an even bigger season. Um, at least from what I saw against Louisville. Um, yeah, and then uh, Coach talked about that too, just uh, wanting to be able to kind of not rely on him so much to create his own shots, but rather have the his um, supporting cast kind of put him in positions to just uh, drop in easy ones, basically. Yeah, that as we mentioned, uh, that was seemed like the problem at times against the the elite of the elite competition for the Hoosiers is they really relied on Bezerra to create pretty much everything. Um, And even then, in 16 games last year, 12 goals, four assists. I believe he had five goals in his two preseason games. Um, So he doesn't seem to have missed a mark at all. And to be fair, they just played the season uh, like three months ago, three and a half months ago. So... Uh, they just finished up the season and they're right back at it. The other big name who really kind of, uh, his coming out party was that tournament. I think in net Roman Celentano, who has shared every preseason accolade that, uh, Bezerra has, he's a top door soccer, best 11. He's a college soccer news, all American. Uh, again, I mean, are the Hoosiers coming in with, uh, one of the best keepers in the country too? I mean, you. Ha- I mean, you. You would have to assume so. I mean, yes, six six goals in sixteen games. That's. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure that was the best save percentage in the Big Ten last season. So, um, yeah. I mean, you think about one of the best returning offensive players and goalkeepers. I mean, just top to bottom, uh, the Hoosiers are full of stars. I mean, the he has 59 saves in. 16 games last year, 
little over three saves a game. So while it was a, a stout defense, he was still doing his part. Um, as you said, a, a just shy of a 91% save posi- uh, percentage, 59 saves and only allowing six goals. Um, certainly really, really good. And he kept the Hoosiers in that, uh, that college cup final against Marshall, I thought for maybe much longer than they deserved it at times because of how much they struggled offensively. And, um, it was a, it was a rough way for that game to end regardless, but a rough way on Celentano who was, was really strong. One of the names that has been in all these accolades, but to some extent, maybe the forgotten guy on this team is Spencer glass. Um, he's been, he was on the top door soccer best 11 second team. He's a second team all American. Um, I believe he was, he's been injured in this preseason. Is that something that they're worried might last into the season? Um, Yagley talked about it at media availability uh, Wednesday, and it's not something he's too concerned about. Um, he really talked about, uh, you know, obviously this team needs Spencer to kind of reach its full potential and, you know, hopefully make a run again in the tournament. But um he he kind of talked about the options on the back line and you know it's not a goal of his to rush him back and get him back for every regular season game he really wants him kind of um ready for the postseason and he talked about you know spencer's a six-year senior at this point so uh knows the system uh gonna be really easy to kind of get back assimilated to the team and um so yeah i mean he's he coach wasn't really worried about you know rushing him back or anything but definitely a key part of the team and someone he wants on the field so he played nine games last season or excuse me eight games last season five assists um how important is he I mean you mentioned that he needs to be there for this team to reach a full potential it's really kind of the attacking aspect he brings to this team that makes him so valuable isn't it yeah I would say so yeah um obviously he's part of the part of um that supporting cast that can help Bezerra create opportunities. Um, obviously you have the younger guys coming in that bring a lot of energy, but also um, just glass with his knowledge of this scheme and the team, I guess is really important in that uh, just keeping everyone in line. Yeah. You don't often get sixth year seniors that are this valuable in soccer because glass is, uh, one of the top players or has been one of the top players for the Hoosiers for most of his time um, in Bloomington and with the program. Uh, it's one of those kind of funky rules with uh, basically last season, not counting for uh, eligibility and he was a red shirt and uh, whatnot that he's back this season. Um, and like I said, 60 year seniors don't happen a whole lot in college soccer and certainly not ones this impactful. So it's a bit of good fortune for the Hoosiers. Uh, those are the big names, obviously, but there's going to be some other guys that are going to be um, important, that supporting cast that you've mentioned. Um, Endley, I know I mentioned he had the big goal in the semifinal. Mayor, I believe, had the winning goal against Louisville. I mean, are, are there any other names that the Hoosier fans should really be looking out for this season? Um, I think Joe Schmidt is a guy, you know, he's going to, he's captain on this team. Uh, Yegley kind of talked about, um, he, uh, he's, he's another older guy, redshirt senior. That's kind of, uh, he, he called him an extension of, uh, of the coaching staff. I think, I, I mean, the way Yegley talked about him, he's kind of like the middle linebacker of the team 
mm-hmm. you know, just kind of keeping everyone in line where they need to be and stuff like that. So um, I definitely think a guy like that is really important to the team. If, even if he's not, you know, putting up goals or assists, like his, just his presence in the midfield is going to be uh, super important to the team, I think. Yeah, he played all 16 games last season as well. As you said, only four assists and a goal, but just having a guy like that that the coaching staff trusts uh, is very valuable to this team. We mentioned early on a couple freshmen. All this talent we're talking about, um, all these guys that stepped up in big moments or have been around for five, six years. Um, There's two freshmen on this team that uh, Tommy Mayholic, who is on the top door soccer freshman team, and Sam Sarver. Uh, I mean, on a team with this much this much talent, are these guys that are going to be able to step in and make an impact? Uh, yeah, I would say so. Um, you know, Yeagley kind of talked about, um, you know, wanting to get those younger guys some touches. Uh, definitely, you know, when they're playing maybe a Friday and Sunday weekend when uh, – your top guy, you know, when your top guys playing two full games, basically. Uh, so I, I, I definitely think guys like that have uh, the opportunity to make an impression on this team. And uh, yeah, Sarver and Mahalik were dynamite in that uh, game against Louisville. Um, Mahalik sent in the cross that Mayer put in for the game winner. And then uh, Sarver, Yegley kind of talked about him, just like he's um, crazy quick and uh, he, um, his he he got fouled in the box, which was one of Bazera's goals uh, on one of the PKs. So yeah, it's just, it's just stuff like that, you know, that those guys can add to the team. Just uh, uh, Sarvis changing pace and Mahalik. I mean, watching him out there, he didn't look like a freshman to me. Um, I, I don't. Yeah, it, he he just seemed older than what he let on. So yeah, yeah the. If there's an area that IU basically returns everybody, and the basically part was that they lost uh, Palazzolo from the team last year forward. So have a couple freshmen that can step in and offer a different dynamic is going to be really interesting to watch. So with all this talent, this is going to be a team that has a lot of expectations as a Hoosier soccer team does. So We'll be back for the final segment here in just a minute to talk about the expectations for this team and uh, what this season could hold. Um, maybe the finally the quest for the, the, the next title. So we'll be back to talk about that in just a moment. That time of year again where all eyes are turning back to the gridiron is football starting to kick off for both the NFL and college. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all your pro and college action this season. Get all the op- updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half million dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL survivor contest, open now at Bet Online. Also, be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo, where you can make a bet on Thursday, September 9th, season opener between the Bucks and Cowboys, and if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25 for new customers only when signing up and using promo code NFL100. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline, your online sportsbook expert. 
if you're coming into the season with two uh, preseason All-Americans and a third, second-team All-American, you're going to have some pretty lofty expectations. Uh, how, I mean, you kind of talked a, a little bit about having this this many seniors. How do you think this team is going to handle having all these accolades and all, all these expectations? Um, I, I don't think it's anything new to them. Coach kind of talked on that. Um, you know, they've been here before. I mean, going to the College Cup last season. Um, I think coming into IU, a lot of these guys know that it's pretty much championship or bust every year. So um, I don't think, you know, uh, being on preseason list is something that's going to go to their heads too much. Um, uh, I don't think, you know, they expect, I, I don't think like, I, uh, it doesn't seem like it's getting to anyone, uh, at least in my eyes. I don't know. Yeah. The, I mean, this is a program that two of the last three years um, has been to the college cup final. They've lost both times, mm-hmm. which is as frustrating as it comes, but uh this is a program that probably the best soccer program or one of the best in the country right now, uh, based on recent seasons and really for quite a while, as you said, you come to Indiana with a certain level of expectation. The other, I mean, along with that, I use dominated the big 10 for the last few years. Uh, I mean, is that the, the expectation again, this season is that they're going to be the, the top dogs in the big 10. Yeah, I mean, Big Ten coaches poll their their favorite to win. Um, I don't think that um, expectation wise, I think that's kind of what everyone is expecting. Um, just with the talent on this roster and the amount of uh, older guys to kind of lead the team, uh, you know, if uh, um, you know, if maybe Bazaar and Celentano weren't there, you know, you'd worry maybe this team would need some, you know. Uh, time to pull it together but it doesn't like the the way everything's shaked out it doesn't seem like they'll need that um you know 102 days since their last game uh they seem ready to go um so yeah i i think i think it would be more surprising if they didn't win the big 10 tournament than if they did so yeah the i believe it's the last six trophies the big 10 has handed out i use one each of them at dates back we I mentioned it in another podcast. I want to say 2018 um, is the last time the Big Ten handed out a trophy that IU didn't win. Uh, it's a, it's interesting. Um, their season was just straight postponed to the spring, and you mentioned that 102 days. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if they just kind of if if they didn't really lose rhythm, basically, because that's a, a pretty short turnaround. Um, three months, a little more than three months between uh game so it'll be interesting to see how quickly this team hits the ground running this season um you talk title or bust it's it's hard to put that expectation on teams but at times i think it it might be fair i mean how good does this or i guess where does this team need to finish for this not to be a disappointing season i mean for hoosier fans i mean obviously it's great to see him go to the college cup go to the nc NCAA tournament and stuff, but I mean, it, it really seems like this team has their eyes set on a national championship. Um, at least I, I, I can't imagine they're thinking, you know, um, yeah, let's go to the NCAA tournament, win a couple games and then get bounced. I think they really like, I, I don't know. I, I, I saw them. I, I went out to, um, 
one of their training sessions and they were getting after it, you know, it, it, it really seems like they're determined to uh, take it home this year. And um, in, in terms of, um, you know, what would, what would be a disappointment? I think anything less than a championship for them at least would definitely be that. Yeah. Again, it's, it's tough, but I, I don't disagree. This amount of talent this team has, um, you're basically adding a an all American to the team that w- went to the College Cup last season, and Spencer Glass, and you're adding a couple of impact freshmen as well. So certainly, getting to the to the national championship game is seems like the baseline. I don't know that I can handle another uh, another national championship game defeat. Uh, they kick off on well tonight as uh, as you guys are listening to this against Notre Dame, a uh, bit of a rivalry game, but uh, I guess what's kind of the expectation for this game? First time they're going to be playing a regular season game in front of fans in quite a while. Yeah, um, uh, it was uh, Joe Schmidt kind of talked about the crowd, and he's uh, he, he kind of said, you know, it's an in-state rivalry. He's hoping some Hoosiers are there, but, you know, whatever they face, they're kind of ready for it, and then uh, – Yegley kind of talked about, you know, it's it's obviously an in-state rivalry that, you know, you want to take down teams that are around you. But uh, he said it's it's it really respectful. Um, you know, he 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 talked, you know, he talked about like their organization and you know they they're a team that doesn't beat themselves. He, he that's one of the things he said about them. So um, a lot of respect for Notre Dame's team, um, at least from IU's side. So. Uh, so no post match fights after this one, hopefully. I I would imagine there's not going to be. I can't, <laughs> uh, can't say for sure, but yeah. It's uh back to back, games against Indiana rivals to start the season. Notre Dame and then Butler next week. So uh, certainly an exciting start to the season. Certainly going to be an exciting team to follow. Tristan, man, I appreciate you jumping on here and giving us a lot of insight about this team this season. Uh, let the people know where they can follow your work this year. Uh, yeah, I'm on Twitter at Tristan underscore Jaxo. Uh, that's without the N. I made that in high school, so I haven't. I just haven't <laughs> yet. Um, but yeah, you can follow me there or um, at IDS News um, at IDS underscore Sports if you want to follow all the IU teams. But uh, yeah, it should be an exciting season. Yeah, we always support the IDS around here and. Looking forward to the work you guys will do this season, and hopefully we can get you back on during the season to uh, to talk about what will hopefully be a really exciting and really successful season for the Hoosiers. So appreciate you stopping by, and uh, we will talk to you later this season. Sounds great. I appreciate you having me. That'll wrap it up for us today and this week and for the preseason. As I said, next week we will jump into game week stuff. Hope to have a couple guests come on and talk to you guys both about the Hoosiers and about IU. So be sure you guys are subscribed and following along as we, this is it, we're jumping into the football season at last. So subscribe to the podcast, leave a rating and review, and while you're there, head on over to the new Locked on Bets podcast, hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Uh, You can get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get podcasts. Have a great Friday, have a great weekend, and L-E-O.